So how old were you when you first moved to L.A.? 26. And did you know anyone here? Two people who proved to be worthless. Uh-huh. <laughs> how much money did you have? Uh, $3,000 that was gone in three weeks because I bought a car. Mm-hmm. Where did you live when you got to L.A.? Silver Lake. What was your first job in L.A.? I was a nanny uh, for George Wentz children. He played Norm on Cheers. <laughs> what was your initial impression of L.A.? Sprawling and endless. And how many years did it take you to get your first job in the industry? S- eight years. Uh-huh. And how many years did it take you of living in L.A. until you felt like you kind of knew what you were doing? I will tell you when that day comes. <laughs> uh, if you had to sum L.A. up in one word, what would it be? Evolving. So welcome to Speak LA, you guys. Um, I'm Jen. And I'm Camille. And uh, today we are talking with Pete Goldfinger, who is a screenwriter. And um, But for our purposes, we are most excited to talk to him because Pete works with a lot of actors. Like on, me. <laughs> like Camille, <laughs> that's right. On their writing projects and helps actors write. So uh, we're excited for that. But um, Pete is, you might know him from, I think, most uh, famously, he wrote Piranha. If you're a horror fan, then then you'll certainly know. I was just giving back. You were just world. giving back to the world. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you so, thank you're you so much. Yeah, we appreciate that. Um, and he wrote uh, Sorority Row, and he's written a lot of television, and uh, or worked in a lot of television, and written television pilots, and has a vast knowledge of this industry. But again, we are we're really excited to talk to Pete today because um, we think he has great insights for actors who are taking some of the power back into their own hands and creating their own material. Yeah, I actually took one of Pete's classes and out of that created a web series and it was just incredible, in- incredible <laughs> experience. Pete is just a fantastic Yeah, teacher. yeah, that was called Actanon, right? It was <laughs> Actors <laughs> Anonymous. Oh, that was so funny. It was the idea of like, you know, it was a support group for people who live with actors. Oh my God, it was so funny. It was great. <laughs> well, you know, and I wrote it because I moved here and didn't quite know what to do with myself and the acting community was yeah. so kooky. Right. Yeah. But, but I thought, you know, it was such a great idea for a class. You know, having actors learn how to write. Mm-hmm. And that's something, that's one of the classes that you actually offer is create your own content. Yes. Well, that, that actually it came to be because it, uh, I'm not sure how long ago The Office started, but uh, when the TV show The Office came on, they ended up hiring a bunch of writers to also act in it. They were, you know, actor, writer, performers. Right. Yeah. And I realized that this is the way it was all going. I mean, that, that now to sort of, uh, you know, you need more than just a headshot. You know, you need to be able to show people uh, who you really are. You know, it's, it's one thing to say, oh, you know, uh, look, I was in a movie where I got to serve eggs to Robert Duvall, but that's not going to show anybody what you really can do or who you really are. Yeah. So the thinking was, now that it's so cheap to shoot your own content and to make your own things, why not be doing that? And, you know, really, you know, a lot of people have spent so long training and getting headshots and some people went to school to become actors. And, you know, why sit around waiting for someone else to make that dream happen when you can do it yourself? Right. And there are, there are so many other examples of that, too, right? Like, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, those guys, yep. those yep. are all actors. $200. Who... $200 they shot that, that uh, pilot for. All went so to they're editing. all they're right. all actors, that cast. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the, the ca- they're all actors who wrote it mm-hmm. and then created their own yes. thing. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. I, I really think, you know how they used 
to talk about the triple the triple threat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I think that that actually includes writing. That yeah. it needs to be acting, writing, and I don't know something. Not else. dancing. Improv. And maybe not and, and improv. Yeah. Dancing. Yeah. What about dancing? Maybe yeah, dancing. Well, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe if you're on Glee. Yes. I guess. So you, I think we were talking about earlier. You think it's do you think it's important for actors to know how to write? Oh yeah, I, I think. You know, once upon a time, you'd show up at L.A. and you'd have a headshot. You'd just kind of wait for people to knock on your doors. But, right. you know, so much has changed. You know, now if you create something that's even five minutes long, like which is frankly ideal, you know, one click of your, of your, on your computer can send that to a hundred different locations. You can send it to Funny or Die. You can send it to an agent. You can send it to a producer. And, you know, it gives people a sense of who you are. So uh, I think you almost have to. You why, know? why is five minutes ideal? Well... Let me ask you this. Do people ever send you videos? Yes. And what's the first thing you look at when you open it? <laughs> That's so true. How long it is. Right. How long it is. That's because because if yeah. it's more than five minutes, you're probably not. Well, it's true. If it's more than five minutes, you'll probably not watch it. And if it's two minutes, you'll probably watch 30 seconds of it. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, that's, 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 you got to realize that unfortunately people's attention spans are dropping more than they were. And there's so much content out there that if you can't grab somebody right away, there's no point in doing it. Right. Know? So, so like a five minute thing mm-hmm. that you can, yeah. You can make something like, you know, that you could imagine putting up on Funny or Die. Right. You can do just something where you're talking to the camera. There's a, a series now that somebody did called, um, I think it's called The Daily Wine. No, it's not called that. It's, uh, but it's basically a guy who drinks wine and complains about the world while looking at the camera. I mean, it's <laughs> that simple, but it's, you know, it's. it's is he an know, actor? He's an actor, but he, you, can, you can write and shoot that. And it's gone, whatever this is has gone viral and everybody's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I know amazing. it's crazy how much you can actually do now yeah. with just putting it online. Yeah. Now you said funny or die. Mm-hmm. That's something that I heard a lot when I moved to LA, but mm-hmm. I actually didn't know what it was. So can you kind of explain yeah. why that would be a good platform? Yes. Funny or die was created by Adam McKay and um, also Will Ferrell. And they made a short called the landlady, which if you haven't seen it, you should go watch it. And out of that, they just decided to have this site where people could post funny things and people could vote on whether it was funny or not. And that's that's sort of the home base of all short comic uh, pieces. Mm. So if you were going to if you were going to give advice to a new actor in terms of what he or she should be working on, if they wanted to create some of their own content, Mm -hmm. um, it would be. I guess what you're saying, like a five minute, either something where they're like a sort of one person where they're talking to the camera mm-hmm. more than necessarily trying to create like a pilot or a short yeah. film. So or- there are definitely some do's and don'ts when it comes to uh, making your own content. Okay. And one of the do's is the simpler, the better, because the more you make it like if you say, oh, I'm going to make, you know. I'm going to make Two Broke Girls. It's going to be just like Two Broke Girls. Right. You're counting on so many things going right, right, from the sound guy to the friend of yours that's a great actor that you cast in it who doesn't really know what you're trying to do. Right. To, so the, the more factor, the lights to the sets. So I would say really simplify what you're doing. Try to make it um, like maybe instead of if you have a character that you really want to do, maybe have that character find a reason to interview people on the street so it can look kind of raw mm-hmm. without a lot of production value. So that's the biggest thing. That'll keep your cost down. Do find a friend that has like a red camera or a really good camera Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and possibly cast them in it. Don't try to take on more than you can. Do, if you're going to create your own content, find a real editor. Don't like you can let your friend who went to USC cut down, you know, your, your initial 
shots. Mm -hmm. But you want to have somebody come in at the end who really knows what they're doing. Definitely do come up with an idea where people get the idea in the first 20 seconds. Uh, a really popular web series was one called uh, Chad Vader Day Manager. And mm -hmm. uh, it's basically Darth Vader's brother who works in a grocery store, which is so simple. <laughs> so it's, but you know what it is. You know what you're that's watching great. in 15 seconds. Don't write something that's going to take two minutes for people to understand what it is. Right. Do make what you're doing familiar but original. Uh, Camille will remember that's a big edict of mine, which is... You want to come up with something that everybody relates to, but put an original spin on it. Right. The best example I can think of that of that is I had a student once named Darren O'Hare who came up with a idea where he said he came in to pitch it and he said, "So uh, the name of my movie is called Groomzilla." And I said, mm -hmm. "Stop." <laughs> I got the whole thing. I can see the whole movie in my head. Groomzilla. Yeah. The familiar part right. is that we all relate to Bridezilla's. Bridezilla's, but the original part is it's a guy. So right, just right, something right, very yeah. simple, very straightforward. <laughs> Don't try to do something too complicated. You know, that's those would be my my tips. What right, a great idea. And yeah. like, where would a person start? You know, like where? So, like, how how would you encourage somebody who's brand new to writing to to come up with any idea? Like, what if I'm thinking, okay, well, I I didn't come up with this great idea of Groomzilla, no. or I don't. Or this, you know, the Darth Vader's brother or like what, you know, uh, maybe I'm not used to knowing how to sort of find inspiration. How do I? Well, that's a, it's a great question. And, and the difference between actors and writers, right, mm -hmm. is actors really have to keep their head up because they go, they're going to auditions. They have to stay strong. They have to have a strong uh, confidence, strong self-worth. Writing is the complete opposite. So what I would advise is what are the things about you that people laugh at? What What's the thing about you that is funny? You know, mm -hmm. like... um I remember one time I was teaching a student. It was a very, very pretty girl. And she said, what always surprises people about me is I know every episode of Star Trek. Like, I love mm -hmm. every single episode of Star Trek. Mm -hmm. And I was great. I said, you know, great. You know what you should do? You should have a webisode that's a call-in show where you talk to nerds about Star Trek. Because <laughs> yeah. they're going to love that. What's, what's yeah. familiar is Star Trek. What's original is yeah. it's a really hot girl yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. Star Trek. You that's, know? that's very funny. Okay, so a person should just think about like what about me is unique? Who are you? What is what is interesting? What do people respond to? And then try to create a show around that. Around that it doesn't have to be a show. It can just be a, one thing. Yeah. It can be just one idea that would be fun to see this person do. So it know? could be for the web. It, it could, could be, oh, be for. It, it, I mean, it should almost exclusively be for the web. If you're creating your own content as an actor, you know, right. because there are so many avenues of how you can do it. And while we're here, just in terms of the do's and don'ts, don't throw it up on YouTube and then try to send it to agents and producers because the first thing they're going to look at after the length of it is how many likes it has. And if it has 78 likes, the person who you're sending is going to be like, you couldn't get more than 78 people to like this and you want me to, you know, to, or to even watch it. You know, if it's on yeah. YouTube, you can, be, you can see. I always say do it on um, Vimeo and do like a private link that you can send to somebody so it feels like... You know, they're getting one right off the presses. You know, that's another piece of advice <laughs> right, I would right. suggest. Okay, good. What do you find that most actors want to work on? Is that a... It, it really depends. But for our purposes or for your purposes, I would recommend something with a comic bent because people yeah. would be more lured into it yeah. than they would be a drama. Some drama. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You started out as an actor, right? I did. You did. Yes, you came I to did. LA as an actor. Yes, I was a really, really bad actor. <laughs> I'm sure that's that not sure. true. Oh no, no, it's true. <laughs> it's quite true. I was sort of a, a really cool 
Imagine like Robert De Niro Jewish. Uh-huh. And think how sexy and hot that is. I think that would probably be, yeah. yeah, yeah. I really would watch that. Yeah, you would watch that. But the, problem that. Is, the problem is that's how I saw myself. I don't think anybody else saw that. Okay. Um, so what do you know now? Mm-hmm. Uh, what? How, how many years ago did you say you moved here? Or you didn't? It was either one or two million. No, uh-huh. it's, I, I moved here in 93. Yeah, so that'd, okay. be, that'd be a lot. So 20 <laughs> some years yeah. ago. Are there things that you feel like you know now that had you known then, you know, you'd have, yeah. you, you wish you had known? Yeah. Like, what would you say to your younger self coming to L.A. Yeah. if well, you could be advising that person? Everybody wants something for free. Mm-hmm. And that's probably something a lot of people have heard, that, that people get used or that people take advantage of you. I don't think that's necessarily true because the truth of the matter is you're going to need somebody that's hungry just like you're hungry. It, it often takes two or three people working together for everybody to find success. The trick is to know who of those people are the ones you want to be working with, right? And I have always found – one thing I learned is that the people who promise the most are usually the ones willing to do the least, they're just giving you promises, whereas other people might say, hey, you know what? I'll show up for eight hours and hold a boom mic if that's what you need. Those are the people you want to attach yourselves to, mm-hmm. not the people that say, you get it done and I'll sell it. That's mm-hmm. not what you mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. That's definitely something I've learned. I've learned never take a meeting in Santa Monica after three o'clock <laughs> ever, unless you want to spend the rest you, of your night. If you live, if you love traffic, unless you live in Santa Monica. Yeah, unless you live in Santa Monica. Uh, number two, don't live in Santa Monica. No, no, Santa Monica is great, but it's it is expensive uh, right. when you first move out here. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, another thing I've learned is don't allow this town to define your self worth. Because oh, so that's true. a great one. Yeah. Because you know your whole life can change in two weeks out here. You know, yeah. and one person hits it big, another person doesn't, and the race is long, you know, yeah. and everybody rises and falls, and, and you'll see that over town, which is, at least another thing, if you do have a little bit of success, don't be a dick about it. That's the really, <laughs> you don't want to do that for so many reasons, mostly because right. everyone will, you know, people don't root for people who are dicks. That's just yeah. the way it works, you know, you want people rooting for you. It's funny, I remember, I remember, you know, in my 20s when I was an actor and going to parties, and there were people who would be really depressed and and sometimes we would have friends who would like not come to the party because they hadn't had anything going on for a while and they'd feel really depressed like they didn't want to come to the party because there wasn't like anything for them to talk about or feel proud of. Or, I'm convinced that one of my friends that, didn't come to my wedding. Yeah, yeah, really that fun. was like that was a big thing yeah. that I think I mean something you just said kind of reminded me of that feeling of like the sort of rising and falling and to know, you know, I think that's something as you get older that you start to realize, you know, that, that there are those ups have and downs. Have something that you believe in that isn't this business. You know yeah, That's I mean? a good one too. Yeah. Because yeah. it can really. Do a number on you. Yeah. You know, don't, you, and there's no rhyme or reason to yeah. it, you know. Um, actually, I, I mentioned earlier that I, I was a nanny for George Went and he said something that really stuck with me, which is he said, if you're cool enough and you stick with it, long enough and can remain cool, you'll succeed. Because a lot of people stick with it, but they lose their whole identity because right. this town just breaks them down. But cool, he doesn't mean like rock star cool. He means, he means stay like cool, stay be calm, a nice person, stay, yeah, be and grounded. Also just, just yeah, stay grounded, grounded and in yourself. Don't give in to it. Don't yeah. chase the whim of like, yeah. you know, you know, also, I would also say, and this is, I know not my expertise, but don't like, Sit there, sit around thinking, oh, if only I could get feedback on how my audition went, because they're never going to really tell you why you didn't get the part. Yeah, yeah. So just turn the page and move on. Yeah. You know? 
turn the page and move on is that, a good that is, yeah. a great... is a good motto regardless, <laughs> right. isn't it? Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. Just keep moving. Mm-hmm. Just keep keep just... doing too. Keep yeah. doing. Don't get too stagnant, you know? Cuz the more stag this is another piece of advice that helped me anyway is I found that the more I did the the less sad I was. Like, you know, you feel like, yeah. you know what, I'm just going to stay home in my pajamas all day. And then at the end of the day, you feel like shit. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, really just keep doing, you know, yeah. the whole time. Yeah, and I think, oh. No, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you know, too, that's what's so great about your class. That's what's so right. great about writing as an actor because you can really, like... You're from, showing up yeah, somewhere. Yeah, you're showing up and mm-hmm. you're propelling your own career. And it keeps you proactive. Mm-hmm. It keeps you seasoned so that you're not, like, just sitting around waiting for things to happen. Yeah, you know? so we, we'll definitely, at the end of this, give, give you guys Pete's, you know, info. But whether it's Pete or somebody else, I think maybe the, the point of this is be writing or be, mm-hmm. yeah. be creating, even if, you know, in any capacity, whether it's with Pete or somebody else, but... Be, Probably somebody be, else. <laughs> but you can, but you be can do working this on something. Before you come here, right? Yeah. You oh my gosh. Writing you really can. You, you can yeah. start writing. You can start shooting. There are so many people who have had, you know, these internet sensations that create their, what they're doing not here and then end up coming here. You yeah. Know? And sometimes that's great to have like an outside. You know, to have whatever it is you are not shaped by this town. You know? and, and practicing before you get here, too. I think it's a great idea because you're going to be on camera. So you yeah. might as well write and then watch shows. And You know, there's also this thing, and I'm sorry, I know this. you might claim this isn't my expertise, that I've, I've learned just from, uh, you know, seeing people audition on some of the shows that I've worked on, which is everybody, like, takes a headshot and everybody wants to, like, look in their headshot as attractive as they possibly can. Mm-hmm. Like, if I, if I look good and I look attractive, I'll get the part. If you are not, and this is a vulgar way of saying it, but if you are not a supermodel, you know, mm-hmm. and the audition says hot girl, you're probably not going to get that part, mm-hmm. you know? And so, but there are so many, and it's usually the boringest part of everything. Yeah. Oh, look, she walks in. That's like the boringest part, you know? So don't like think that you have to just look fabulous to get a part because yeah, you don't. You don't. And if you want that part where you, if all you're doing is trying to make yourself look fabulous, you're going to just come up a little bit short for all those parts, yeah. you know? So yeah. anyway. Embrace your character. Embrace your ugliness. <laughs> Embrace it Embrace and put it in ugly. a show. Yeah, that's right. So I just want to go back to something that we were talking about for a second a little bit earlier, which is you were saying if somebody creates their own material, Funny or Die is a great place to put it. Mm-hmm. And I think you were saying, if I understood correctly, YouTube is not such a great place to put it unless you have a million followers. No, uh, so here's what you do. You put it up on YouTube. Or, and you try to get it to go viral, you know, uh-huh. don't, don't, and don't tell people you're making a viral video because you're not, you're just making a video. <laughs> Do Time people say tell. that? Yeah. Some people say, I'm working on a viral video. And I'm like, <laughs> it has a not yet. You're not, um, but you can put it up on, on YouTube. And, mm-hmm. and if you, if it does take off, huzzah, you know, mm-hmm. but if it doesn't, don't have that be the one that you submit to either an agent or a friend says, you know, my, you know, you have but a... But it's not going to hurt you. You can just leave it there and... I take it down. Take it down. Okay. <laughs> I would take it down if it doesn't take off. Okay. And I've done that. It's like we've all, you know, put up that Facebook post, waited 10 minutes and there's no like, so you just take, quietly take it down. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Vimeo is the way you maybe submit it to agents and managers. If it didn't take off viral. If it didn't take off, viral, if it yeah. didn't go viral mm-hmm. and you're pretty sure it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Funny or die. Are there any other like ways that you... You would suggest well, like you know, getting you it can, at what about can, film you, festivals or uh, okay, so that's a really good question. Let's uh-huh. let's move a little bit to short films uh-huh. because there's a real opportunity in short film right now because 
there are film festivals going on all across the country. I would bet there are at least 500 of them, mm-hmm. of them across the country. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. But I know that there are like 10 of them that I know there's of. There's at least 10. No, it, it, <laughs> there yeah. might be 500. I was going to say, there's 10 of them right here in Studio City oh, where okay. we're recording. No, okay. But in LA, I know of 10 of them. And so the great thing about short film festivals, and the reason so many there aren't that many feature film length uh, festivals, mm-hmm. is because when you have a film festival and you have you know 10 movies, mm-hmm. nobody's going to be able to watch you know 20 hours of content. Mm-hmm. But if you do short films, and most of them say... Uh, this is a do. Do make your short film under 12 pages because you want it to be less than 12 minutes. 10 minutes is even better. Is that what the rule is? Like yeah. Most of a them page. are under 12 minutes. No, but yeah. I mean yes, a question. minute a page. A minute a page. That's, that's mm-hmm. the thinking. But if you can make it, I mean, if you can make it 10 minutes, that's great. But once you submit to these short films, uh, there's so many of them. You just have to, to get festivals. into one. Yeah. And then you get to like when you send out your little copy of it, you can put those little, you know, those little... Uh, laurels on the side of it right, to make right, it look right. like you won some sort of festival. <laughs> and, and also, one thing <laughs> I really idea. recommend is if you can make a really short one that's six minutes, film festivals are always, because everybody's always up against time, and people would really love to have a six or seven minute Is there short a film. limit on a short film? That's like, actually it, what I've can seen. Can it only be... 12 minutes or a lot of well I'm I am a I mean, judge what's the on definition? I have judged several of them uh, uh-huh. I judged the tiny film festival which was um, run by Dallas Travers and I uh, I was a judge on uh, the John Rosenfeld uh, studios. No, John, the festival. acting teacher here yes. in LA. Um, and I think their limits were maybe 10 for John's and 7 for uh, uh, for Dallas, but I, you know what? I really shouldn't put out the, put the minutes out there, but okay, just but make it less than 10. But yeah. basically but you it want is it less getting shorter now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can go all the way up to, I mean, you can, they say in the categories, you can go up to like 22. Oh, interesting. For, for, and for an Oscar, for the Oscars, you can, I think but, the Oscars, yeah. yeah, but really when they say that you still want to go like six minutes. Yeah. You know, while we're here, I, I should also say, you know, you can find hundreds of short films online to watch. And the other edict that, Camille, you remember is my other is to be your own expert. Meaning, yes. nobody knows this. Here, here's one for you. Nobody knows anything in this town about anything. Nobody <laughs> knows where it's going. Nobody would. So, if you want to write a short about a bank robbery, go see every, Ocean's Eleven. Go see everything. Submerge. It's fun. Like that's the yeah. funnest way. You know, to to be able to sit in front of your TV all day and say, "Hey, I'm working." I mean, what's right, more fun than that? Right, yeah. So, you know, if you want to do a short film, go watch a hundred short films. Go spend the day watching Funny or Die. Right, like, I remember you. Really you, immerse you, were, yourself. you were telling us earlier that you worked on the um, ser- the Skippy John Jones children's book years ago. Yes, I did. We watched that. all kinds of animated. Oh, it was so much fun! So right. what happened was we were hired to. There's a, a children's book that was very popular called Skippy John Jones, and they wanted to adapt it into a film, and we were hired to write it. And so the first thing I did was watch. Every feature film, the animated film, that's because it's going to be animated. Animated, In right. the last 15 years, from Little Mermaid to, you know, Wally. To become your own expert. To become my own expert. And sure enough, you find, from watching you it, become you an expert. find things. You yeah. Like, every animated movie has a donkey from Shrek. There's always that funny sidekick. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Every, funny. you know, does it have a narrator? Some do, some don't. Right. Is, at the end of this one, do, do we think that the protagonist dies? Like, Finding Nemo and, you know, like, a lot of right. these... There's a brief moment where we think our heroes died. You know, you you realize these commonalities. And the other thing is you also know what doesn't work. I can't tell you how many times I've had an idea and I go and watch a bunch of things. And then I realize like, wow, somebody did this and it was terrible. And then you Mm. don't end up wasting half your life writing something that has been done and done badly that you just didn't bother to find out about. Right. So so I'm an actor and I want to... 
make a short film. I'm going to first I'm going to come up with a subject matter and then I'm going to become my own expert and I'm going to watch every film on that subject and then I'm going to cast it and I'm going to shoot it and I'm going to keep it under <laughs> 10 minutes. That's, there you have it. And then I'm going to submit it to... You are now an expert. <laughs> you are an expert. And then I'm going to submit it to expert. film festivals? Is that... Yeah, you can yeah. submit it to film festivals. You can submit it to tons and tons of them. There yeah. are all kinds of places where you can submit these things, you know? And yeah. what's the advantage of that? I mean, what might that lead to? Well, you, you can then, when you're showing people your short, you can say, like, this was... You know, you can name all the festivals on the... You can can I go as, to the festival? I mean, what might... Like, are there people at the festival okay. that I... Great question. Yeah. So if you're coming out here... And you're an actor or an actress, you're probably eventually going to have a website or a, or a, a Twitter account or a Facebook page. I mean, you're at a minimum going to have a Facebook uh, uh, account or a Twitter account. And you can put your film up there and, you know, as it runs, you can show all your little laurels that show you've been a participant right. or you've won something. But what about and, like networking, like huh? at the film festivals, like might there be other like-minded there might be. Yeah. It depends on where it is. You know, yeah. if, you, if you're in the, you know, the Tulsa Short Film Festival, probably not. But that right. doesn't mean you don't want to go there and, right. and, you know, find out what it's all about. And, right. you know, and, you know, the other thing that's great about it is I always tell people like when one of my students, all my students, when they get into Short Film Festival, like, you know, I don't know if I should go to Denmark. And I'm like, well, listen, if you can afford to go to Denmark, you should go because don't you want to spend some time being somewhere where you're appreciated, you know, where people yeah, have seen what you're doing so and like you, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it does a lot for your confidence. In I this town. Go to it's also really inspiring. I think <laughs> yeah. when you see your work on big screen oh, and, it's great. you know, and then you see all these other people that are creating work too. And it's, yeah. it, there's it, nothing better. When it's I, really awesome. when I saw Jerry O'Connell's penis getting eaten in Piranha 3D <laughs> on the big screen, that I, was thought, your moment. That was, I thought I, you arrived. I've done it. You did it. I've done you it. did it. Here I am, mom. Um, when you watch the, the when you're becoming your expert, you know, mm. becoming an expert and you're watching things, is there anything in particular you're looking for? Or is it just kind of to soak in the information and then you start kind of noticing things? Is it's that great, sort of you know, I, I always hold a pen and paper and I just write things down and then like I'm looking for commonalities between things that are in that same genre. And then you say, Okay, this worked. How can I do something like that but make it original? How do mm. I use the familiar things I'm seeing and make that original? Right. You know? Right. In conclusion, our website is, is that your way of telling me we're wrapping yeah, up. Yeah, I think we're. I think we think we're good. If there's anything but, I've um... learned, one more do in LA. When someone says in conclusion, it means you can reach for your um... coat. The meeting's over. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, our website is called Speak LA because uh, we feel Camille and I feel like there are so many LA isms. By the way, that is will. a great. Oh, thanks. Name. It really Thank is you. like I, I, yeah. Good. Yeah, but we feel like there's so much LA language, so many you know kind of LAisms that take a really long time to learn, mm -hmm. and uh, we're just wondering if you can think of any that you learned in your first few years here that you maybe like oh that was a new thing that you didn't you right know, well if you go to an audition and your agent says it's not going any further uh -huh. <laughs> that means you suck uh -huh. <laughs> if they say um, when they say when, when if your agent says they didn't respond to you uh -huh. they responded they just responded negative uh -huh. there are a couple of LA these are little things that you learn in LA uh, oh, I don't know sad. It's, those are the ones sad. I have yeah, oh, yeah. LA. Yeah. Um, but there's right. nothing better I mean there really is it isn't I mean you know the great thing about I'm just speaking mostly to the people that may be coming out of here and are young yeah you know we live in a time now where thank God like your 20s are a time of exploration and a yeah. time you know eventually you probably will 
do things like get married and you yeah. might have kids, you might find other careers. Why not explore, you know, you don't want to have to someday look back and think, I wish I'd spent a little time after, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, finding out what my muse was. You yeah, know? yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's, that's what's so awesome about coming to LA is you never know where it's going to take you, mm-hmm. yeah. especially here, I think. Yeah. Well, thank, <laughs> thank you, you so, so much. much. Yeah, for, for being here and talking to us and, uh, if people want to hear more about Pete um, or learn or more about classes. Pete or take his class when they come to L.A., um, they can check him out at his website, which is PeteGoldfinger.com. Um, P-E-T-E, Goldfinger, like it sounds. James Bond movie, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Very. <laughs> Were you named after that? Uh, yes, I was named after that. <laughs> I was named after that. Um, PeteGoldfinger.com. And uh, thanks for listening, you guys. Thank you. Thank you.